devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Anyone living in Florida is familiar with hurricane preparedness. We usually begin hearing the public service announcements sometime in May and continue to receive regular reminders for several months. The familiar warnings to stock up on certain household items and safety precaution instructions are all announced long before an actual storm arrives, giving us plenty of time to prepare. Being prepared is not only wise when it comes to hurricanes, but it's also true for our spiritual lives, especially as it relates to temptation. While we couldn't possibly come up with a shopping list of items to have on hand to be ready for this, there is wisdom in being prepared before we face that next temptation. Temptation is going to happen. We can't possibly eliminate it. However, we don't have to walk into temptation unaware of things like its source, the pattern it generally follows, and where to go for help all things that might help us to be a little better prepared the next time it comes our way. So let's begin by looking at James 1, verses 13 through 15, which say this, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. First, let's remember that the source of temptation is never God. We have three enemies that seem to work overtime at temptation, the world, the flesh, and the devil. So consider the source the next time you face temptation. In the words of author Robert J. Morgan, while it's okay to acknowledge the enemy's presence, don't linger there. Turn instead to the one who will never tempt. Secondly, recognize that facing temptation is not the sin. Consider Jesus who was faced with temptation but certainly did not sin. This is confirmed by the way he handled the 40 days of temptation recorded in the Gospels, as well as Hebrews 4.15, which says that Jesus was tempted in every respect just as we are, yet remained without sin. So the temptation itself is not sin, but entertaining the temptation and responding to its bait leads to sin. As it says in the book of James, it's when we are lured and enticed that desire is conceived and then gives birth to sin. So be prepared by recognizing temptation for what it is when it rears its ugly head and remember where it leads. Remembering temptation for what it is brings us to a third way to be prepared. Learn to recognize and be alert to the allure and enticement that generally accompanies temptation. Realize that our enemy loves to present temptation as attractive and will quite often attempt to convince us that we have an urgent need that can only be satisfied with his phony gift and will attempt to blind us to the trap that surrounds the allure. So learn to recognize the deceptive measures the world system, our own flesh, and the devil will use to attract us to something that will in reality lead to sin and spiritual harm. Not only is it wise to recognize the traps that Satan loves to set to lure us into temptation, but it's also wise to know where we are prone to weakness. 
part of being prepared for temptation is being able to recognize our own tendencies. There's not a single one of us who doesn't have some area where we're prone to overindulge or be deceived. What are the areas where you're likely to make excuses for yourself? That might just be the place that Satan knows he's likely to get a foothold. So wouldn't it be wise to be particularly vigilant in those areas of your life? Another step to spiritual preparedness is to realize that Satan loves to tempt by planting doubts and lies in our minds. He's not omnipotent, nor is he omniscient or omnipresent, but he has enough experience with human beings to know that we will fall for the same old lies over and over again. So just consider how Eve was enticed by the doubts that Satan planted in her mind. It's worth noting that Satan hasn't changed his plan of attack. Why should he when he continues to be so successful? Remember, he particularly loves to lie about God, his character, and your relationship with him. So don't be fooled by his lies. Be alert to his ways, as Peter warns in 1 Peter 5. Finally, and perhaps most importantly, recognize that we have help, supernatural help, when faced with any temptation that comes our way. 1 Corinthians 10.13 tells us that no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he'll also provide the way of escape so that you may be able to endure it. Remember that Satan has limitations, and God is the one in charge of those limits. Turn to the one who will never tempt you and ask for his help to recognize the traps and lies of Satan, as well as your own weaknesses. Ask him to deliver you from the evil one so you will not fall for the lies that temptation presents. Remember, God is faithful. Talk to him about what you're facing. He really does understand. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you are faithful and understand exactly what we need every time we face temptation. I ask for your deliverance from the traps waiting to trip us. We look to you alone for this deliverance, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, turn to the one who never tempts.